Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The end of today's podcast is bananas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we were going with it at all, to be honest. Uh, I uh, and the waffle game. I don't think I've laughed as much in a waffle game. Since. It wasn't a. It was tough questions, to be fair. Yeah. Well, no. It's. I think it's just that we are so stupid. It was Australia team. Yeah. It's Australia Day this week. Yeah. On the twenty sixth of January. Australia. We did the history of Australia. Yes. How yep. it came about. Yep. What they used it for in the early days. A few famous people, famous Australian, Irish Australians. Yeah. Some that may be from New Zealand and identify as Australians. <laughs> we had a big long talk about that. As Who well. were they? We don't know. There was a debate. Yeah. We, we might cut that out of the yeah. podcast in the, in the end. And there was talk of probably the mightiest war in Australian history. Oh, definitely. All Australians will know this. The bulletproof yeah. as well. Like it's oh, an incredible no. story. Incredible, incredible story. Three day war. Do you know what? I uh, I did, haven't even thought of a name. No, either have I. My God. Let's do it. Okay, so okay, let's name uh, the podcast. I'm going to go over here first to give me a little bit okay. of time. Oh, no. Okay, so it's, okay. what, what is the episode, actually? Thir- uh, I would say 30-something. Okay. 67? 64. 64. Episode 64. Yeah, yeah. Season 2, episode 12. 12, yeah, right yeah. All right, Bertie, what's your suggestion? Away in a home. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay. John. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> Oh, what about... Okay, I've got Oh, we've got Aussie, Aussie oh, no. Day. Okay. Aussie day what about... That's not a knife. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, may as well. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're not getting anywhere else. It, might, it, no. it might not... Uh, yeah, um, that's not a knife. Yeah, that'll okay. be perfect. All right, so... Episode... Have you played Knifey Spoonie? <laughs> have you played... Ni- okay, yeah, no, I yeah. like that. Okay, okay. okay. Let's go have... You- I'm going to edit the shit out of this intro. <laughs> <laughs> You've played Knifey Spoonie. Okay, so episode 64, you're going to have to decide in a second. Episode 64, or season 2, episode 12. 12? Yeah. You played Knifey Spoonie. Okay. <laughs> Are we going with it? Are we going with it? Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. What instrument was I don't that? <laughs> Slap of the bass, man. Slap of the bass. Slap of the bass. Let's go movie that. Oh. Yeah, great the movie. Happy birthday oh, to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bertie. Happy birthday to you. 
That was that, that was, was good. There you go. It's Bertie's birthday. And I forgot. Well, I didn't know it was your birthday, actually. We both forgot. Even though I, I may have mentioned at our it last age, week. At our age, we do. It's okay to forget it, though. Yeah, sorry. The reason I forgot was because I didn't look at Facebook today. <clears throat> I think I have it off Facebook, anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, because... Okay. Remember, like, they're fake. 12, 13 years yeah. ago, people... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Happy birthday, birthday. Yeah. People who don't know you whatsoever. <laughs> no. Happy birthday. Who couldn't care less. Yeah. So I took it off anyway. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Bert. Right. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hey. hey. It's um, episode 64, I believe. It is. Or. 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 or, 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 or yeah, go on. Season 2, episode 12. Yeah, so uh, last wow. week... Uh, episode 12? The person in the middle or the man in the middle. Episode 63. It was not called Man in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. What a dick. You tried to steal it at the end there as well. Yeah, we had uh, rugby ref, um, Simon. Yeah. Simeon Simon. Greenway Robbins. I love uh, saying Simon that. Legendary uh, name. Good. I listened back to it. It sounded really good when you said it. Like, And you had a nice little intro there. Mm, I just made that up in the top of my head. He mm. got his jerseys as well. I looked up my <laughs> old jerseys and they were just too shook. I feel really bad giving him one of them. So we he sent probably would have had a bit yeah. of character to it. I probably wouldn't like that. Yeah, our first person that we had on that we didn't really know beforehand. Mm. Yeah, I don't know him well. Did it's go good. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a good interview. Um, so yes, that was last week's episode, episode sixty-three. Feel free to go back and listen to all our episodes because we have a massive catalog back. Yes, now. <laughs> a, li- a library, some would say. <laughs> yes. Library. Um, and if you listen to it from the start, you'll see how we progressed and how we got better. Hmm. I wouldn't say got better, just different. Don't listen to the first five. Well, I mean like audio <laughs> audio quality. Uh, the quality got better, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then if you see our podcast somewhere, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, uh, we are now on Twitter as well. Hmm. Um, Elon Musk made us do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and Spotify. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, comment, share, tell your friends about it. Tell your family about it. Mm. Why should they do that, Bertie? Because we <coughs> want to be huge. Yeah. Huge. Plus, huge. huge. It's marketing. Yeah, yeah. we want to we want to get bigger. We want to get sponsorships. We want to get money so we can like do this properly. Yeah. We might even get a slot in LMFM. And what would happen if we don't uh, get that interest? What happened? Well, we would be severely disappointed. Yeah, we'll get disheartened. And then, yeah, we get disheartened and then we mightn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I never took the label off the inside of the mug. Off the inside. Jesus, Bert. John's drinking a label. Gross. <laughs> I was thinking it was a bit gluey. Mm. <laughs> Apologies. Yummy. It's a new mug. This is, I'm the first one to use this mug, am I? Yeah. Wow. It's okay. What does it say in it? It's Mahlan. It's Mahlan Kuponte. Oh, it's, 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 it's dishwasher microwave safe. <laughs> I love it. Well, now he knows that. It's Mahlan Kuponte. Uh, As he is high off his face on glue. Yeah. Apologies yeah. about that, John. Yeah. I, it's okay because we're we had no sugar, so I was obviously wondering why it tasted a bit more sweeter. <laughs> Barry's <laughs> sweet glue glue addition. Um, yeah. How's your weekend, boys? Bert, how'd you get on? Yeah, we'll go. We'll do a round table. Bert, yeah. how was your weekend? Uh, yeah, I was in Wexford yesterday, my wife, Sunday, and went down for the first round of the league. Mm-hmm. Not a great pitch, now, Not a great not, day. It, but not a, a nice bus. Yeah, it looked uh, it looked rough enough now. Yeah, and it was kind of that dark, misty kind of day, and um, it didn't rain for all of it now. To put in a great shift, unfortunately we didn't come away with the points, but it was a good shift, they played well. Mm. Left it all out there, as I say. I say Wexford were, were a bit chuck on Monday morning when they woke up. A lot of hard hitting this year, so yeah. Yeah. fair play to the girls. Rough like. Was that the cup? Uh, that was the start of the league, first round of national league. Oh, that was the first? Why is it a week early? Uh, that's when the ladies start. Oh, right, they're just a week early. Uh, yeah, usually I think that's a week. Yeah, earlier. Y- y- yeah, yeah. Y- usually that's when they started. Over the last couple of years, there was uh, a smaller group, but nice. now we're back to a full list of national football league fixtures. 
So we're home to Loud next Sunday. Right. In uh, Breton Park. So oh, we'll see how away? Goes. No, at That's home. home. Yeah, okay. in Clara, yeah. Very good, very yeah. good. How do you think you're set up for the season? How's it looking? Oh, yeah, like uh, it was a very good performance on Sunday, to be fair, even though the result didn't go our way. But they showed good character, they dug in, they worked really hard. Mm. That's all you can ask. Yeah, that's it. Just sometimes the, the attack and play, uh, chance creation, didn't result in scoring, unfortunately. Mm. But sure, look, that can be fixed. Bits to learn from. Yeah, that's yeah, we'll, we'll work hard during this week now, and we'll uh, hopefully get our, our win at home then next week mm. and see can we get some points on the board. Does yeah. as a non-sports person, does does home have the advantage? Uh, it would if you're in Anfield and you've <laughs> 50,000 yeah. and uh, Liverpoolians shouting for would you. Would it make yeah. you not n- more nervous, no? No, I think the thing that makes it a little bit better at county level is the travel. Hmm. So you think like on Sunday we met at half nine, and we left at a quarter nine. We travel down, you're down there earlier than you would be if it was a home game mm. because you have to leave earlier in case anything happens. So you're out of yeah. comfort zone. So you're there nearly 90 minutes early where usually it'd only be an hour. Then mm. you're hanging around, you're getting ready and it's mm. drawn out a little bit. And plus mm. you sat on the bus for two mm. hours it took us to get down because we stopped in Carlo. Like. Right. Where when you're at home, you'll arrive like an, an hour before, you know where you're going, you're in the car. You've obviously, most of them might only be, some might uh, uh, some might be 10 minutes away, some might be only half an hour away. Mm-hmm. And then you're obviously, uh, don't get up as early, you probably eat eat better then as well, and stuff like that. So mm. I think there is a psychological effect to playing on your own pitch as well. You know all yeah. the all little divots and stuff. And you're yeah, really yeah. Nice. yeah, you know the pitch, you know the setup. Like. Mm. Yeah. Um, John Boy, hmm. how was your weekend? I had another friend? DIY weekend, actually. Ooh. But not me on DIY, I put a new door on the father's garage. What, was it by <coughs> expanding foam? No, expanding no. foam door. Yeah, <laughs> I got a load of old expanding foam, from <laughs> <laughs> and I just stacked the bits of foam on top of each other. I didn't use the can this time. Class. Mm. Yeah, uh, really is, good. Is there a particular brand that you use? We could probably get sponsorship from those. I have boys. no idea. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that'd be good. Actually, <laughs> just a mixture of like whatever. I don't know. Actually, some had like bits of stone in it, so I thought that might make it stronger. So I used them as the header <laughs> for the top of the door. Sounds safe. Was it a timber door in reality, or was it a roller door? It was a timber door that you opened up. Oh, to a Burton door. Yeah, mm. no, no, proper, nice. pure carpentry, like all carpentry. The whole thing was wood, right. Everton wood. Did you oh, make yeah. the door? No, you bought. No, it. the door was bought. Right, purchased. But you just hung it. So I made a. It was a double door. And then I had to make it into a single door, so I built a frame the size of the double door with the with the door shaped part of it, and then I hung the door with the hinges in why that just door buy, shaped area. Why did you not just buy one door? Why did you buy two if you just needed one? I didn't buy two doors, I bought one door. So what? Oh. You said it was the size of a double door. The the opening was the size of a double door. Okay, right. So, but the father wanted it reduced to a single door, so we put the door in the center and I built a frame around it. Oh, okay. Oh, he wanted that space turned into a single door yes. opening. Oh, right. Yes. Right. And have you, in your carpentry history, yes. have you ever had any requests for odd shapes of doors, like human shapes? You know when you make a shape like that, <laughs> like in, in the cartoons, and mm. a door to open? like Or like a hobbit door. Or, yeah, small doors or... No. Just, okay. No. All right, that's... that's I haven't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish I, I, wish, I wish I could tell you a really cool story, but I didn't. And did you put the handle on the outside? Okay. I put a handle on both sides because if oh. I was inside when I put a handle on on the outside, I wouldn't have been able to get out. You didn't see that <laughs> that video of the Apprentice, no? And and he put the handles on the inside of the doors in, yeah. the, in the kitchen, like yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, I've seen the picture on like goose. Facebook or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. silly goose. And that was your weekend DIY. Yeah, and then on Sunday, 
Sunday just did a bit of cleaning around the house. The bit like the toilet seat was hanging off, kind of tightened all them kind of things, you know. Yeah, yeah. A little bit manly stuff. You That's know? So they're important jobs, though. Yeah, yeah. If they go neglected, then mm. you know, house isn't. A, y- you were tightening instead of filling. Yeah. Maintenance, general, general maintenance. Did you expanding foam the toilet just fill it yeah. up? No, fixed. <laughs> no, a, a toilet is is a hole that you need. You can't be filling that hole. It's not the hero we wanted, <laughs> but it is the hero we needed. Um, I would argue there's not many bad holes. Like, well, some would, some some would, that some would be a bad hole. I guess it's, yeah, a pothole's a bad hole. Name another yeah. bad hole for me. There, go on. Black hole. Ooh, mm, scary black hole. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Anyone else? No, no, no. A rhino's hole. A rhino's hole. Yeah, because they what? they poop like a. <laughs> you watch Ace Ventura. Like a manure <laughs> spreader. So when they poop, they like projectile poop, but their tail wags left to right <laughs> oh, and no. it shoots it everywhere. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Uh, why is that bad? Well, if you're standing beside it. Well, thank God there's no rhinos in Ireland. So mm. breeding rhinos. Uh, I've the zoo. Okay. Yeah. Um, volcano holes. Well, I mean, it has to go Actually, somewhere. I'm pretty sure there's lots of bad holes out there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was yeah. a moot point then. Yeah. And my weekend, thanks for asking, <laughs> uh, was quite good as well. I went, I to- we were talking about it beforehand. Yeah. I went to... Off air. Yeah, off air, yeah. I went to a vegan restaurant. Now, let me tell you, mm. it was possibly some of the nicest food that I have they ever have a, experienced. They have a bit of a stereotype, don't they? Like rabbit food kind of attitude. Yeah, well, but yeah. Yeah, I think like just not, um, it's not desirable. I don't Do think you want to go there? Yeah, 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 I chose it. You chose it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have your own free will? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, but to like impress. It, it, to may impress. Have, it may have been beneficial to other people, other parties that were joining me on the evening. Yeah. It was but, for brownie points. So I went to, Gloss is the name of the restaurant. And the guy, what's his name? Do you know his name? No. He's from, fifth, uh, not, I always say in 51st States, from uh, First States Ireland. Do you know the guy, oh, the, yes. the presenter fella? I don't know his name. Oh. He's from Croatia, I think. Yes, is right. He is from Croatia. Go on, Bertie. You know it. Go on. You watch pop culture. Matteo. Matteo. <laughs> hey, that's What a name. legend. Yes. Oh, I pulled that out of the back yeah. there. <laughs> he welcomed us at the front door and then brought us down to our table and all that sort of jazz and was chatting away and to us. he owns it. I don't know if he owns it or not, but he was fairly... Well, that's his actual job, his proper yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Like. Oh, so he doesn't work in the Gibson Hotel? Apparently not. No, well, only for first No, that's a, like an agency that comes in. This was on oh. Checker oh. Street uh, in Dublin. Glass is the name of it. And, oh, and was, he, was he as charming as he was on the telly? He was lovely. I nearly had my pants off by the time I got <laughs> sitting down. I would as well. Oh. Yeah, he was unbelievable. Because glass, because green. Like. Yes, exactly. Mm. So, yeah. the food was nice. <sighs> I... What you have? I've been to... Kale burger. No, I had... Beans. Wait, let me finish it, I'll tell oh, you. <laughs> Just keep on saying vegetables at me. Beetroot. <laughs> Broccoli. <laughs> Potato and leek soup. <laughs> I had, um, for the main course... No, I'll tell you about the, the starter first was croquettes, cheese croquettes. Mm. Okay. And che- then I this, like cheese. Um, what, what did I say it was? Like a gelatin oh, yeah. waves over the top of it. Now, is uh, the Guinness sauce like poured over or in mm. like a dipping dish? On the side. Oh, on the yeah, side, yeah. yeah. I like my sauce on the side. It Unbelievable. I had... Uh, I had it was parsnip, I think. It was spicy though, wasn't it? No, there's no spice. No, well, for you, maybe it might yeah, be a bit spicy, yeah. Because I'm thinking whether I'd go or not. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think you can get fairly fairly plain stuff as well. But the, my mouth didn't know what to do. I put the food in and my eyes automatically just closed. I was like... <gasps> but like at the very start, you're like, oh, God, yeah, this is going to be horrible. Oh, God damn vegan food. And then you put it in your mouth or did you go... I can't. I can't wait for this. It looks amazing. Um, it looks. Did well, you take no, pictures? I was. There's pictures. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you them mm. afterwards. Um, there, or I'll stick them up on the on the gram, maybe. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll tag um, glass. We'll tag glass. It was the presentation was unreal. Uh, I well, I looked at the menu, and the menu has stuff like mm. turnip thing and cabbage this, and yes. some of the dessert had like turnip thing, but it was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Good to hear. Good. So well, so surprised. I'll stick it on a list. Yeah. So I would advise yeah, not to go to list. <laughs> I swear to God, it is. <laughs> okay, we're going. Some of the best. I swear you, you'll you'll love it. So that was my weekend. That was. That yeah, was I'm just. Uh, I'd still be on the fence whether it was spicy or not. Because I feel if you have like a lot of vegan stuff mm. for flavor, yeah, uh, this isn't an insult now. I think this is just I, yeah, I think you have to flavor stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but I think a, a lot of things anyway in normal restaurants and that has a lot of those kind of things in it, and it just doesn't go well with me. So. Mm. Mm. But still, I, I'd like I look up the menu though. Yeah, have a look at it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's good. Um, and under eights training is back. That boy are back. Under eights. Yeah, fo- futsal started again. I see you have a new sponsor there, Leonard. Leonard's is he sponsoring you guys? No, that's no, not that's, our that's team. That's rugby. Rugby, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Okay. Um, Different sport, John. That's all the same to me. It's a ball. <gasps> My lord. Um. So yeah, the training is back, and uh, we're raring to go for the season. Nice. When's the start? Uh, March. Top so we, four. We got winning it. Oh, we're winning it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Winning, nice. Well, it's a non-competitive league. It's just a development league. So there's no nice. actual winning it. What? Everyone wins. Uh, there's no league table or anything. You just go in and play different teams every week, and it's all about developing the players. That's, if, that's the if idea. The people at home could see our me and Bertie's heads going <laughs> left and right. <laughs> it's not like okay. So right, I'll tell you the story. Right. Okay, go on. Fourth mill under eight. Just before screaming at them. <laughs> just before you go into the good, your news, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I seen on TikTok during the week. There's this video. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it of the guy in the background of Yohan's uh, video in the park. So this woman is after mm-hmm. doing her run. Right. And she's, um, I don't know, blogging it or whatever on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So she's making a little video. I'm after doing my run. You know, I'm getting into this, blah, 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 blah. And in the background, there's a bench. And right. this fella comes over <gasps> and sits on the bench. He's seen it. And is there on his phone or whatever. But obviously in the background of her video, right. she's doing TikTok Live or whatever. Right? Okay. But instead of like switching it off and going and chatting to me, she's obviously still recording. And he, she goes over, oh, would you not, would you mind if you just go sit on another bench? And recording explains herself, nice and polite, everything's mm-hmm. grand. And he politely said, oh, no, I come here every day and I sit down on this bench. This is where I sit. Would you mind just turning the camera? And she's, oh, no, it's on a tripod. I can't move it. So then it, it, it's back and forth a little bit and your man's getting a little bit more annoyed. Now, it never gets really angry. They just start getting annoyed at each other. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then she goes, oh, my followers. And the funniest line in it goes, oh, you're Jesus now, are you? What's <laughs> your followers? <laughs> and I thought that was brilliant. And uh, I just thought that it was one of those things where you know kids are brought up oh if you ask politely and all that but people can politely say no to you as well mm. Mm, absolutely. and just because you ask nicely that doesn't mean you'll get your way ah yeah. there's there's room for discourse yeah absolutely and I think like it would literally take her two seconds to turn the tripod you see us with the cameras and tripods mm. they're quite easy to move mm. you know and I think she would have saved uh, a lot of hassle save herself a lot of hassle if she just like kinked it to one side yeah. because in fairness if your man does come there every day and he was waiting for a phone call and he was nice about it at the start. He never cursed her, never told her to F off or anything like that. Yep. He was just kind of getting a little bit annoyed because she wouldn't leave him alone then. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kept, oh, will you move? Or oh, the bench is only yeah, over there. She kind of went like, I'm I'm not asking you anymore now. I'm telling you, you yeah. have to move. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, yeah, he could move from the bench, but you're just there on a random day where he's usually there. All you have to do is turn the camera. Mm-hmm. But when you go into the comments, there's so many people that sided on both sides. What? Where I thought it was kind of a straightforward that kind of, probably sat in that just turn your tripod a little bit. For 20 years, mm. like. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty simple thing to solve when you think about it. Oh, yeah. She caused herself a load of hassle on that over nothing. But and she, she probably got, got loads of followers out of it, though. 
Maybe she did, yeah. But I think she got a lot of negative. Now, let, let's not be so quick to associate that back to her <coughs> underrates football training. Okay. Just, I just wanted to say that story. <laughs> <laughs> no, our, our training is quite intensive. Like, and, yes. and, yeah. you know. I know, I li- like at that age, it is all about kind of uh, developing them. And yeah, the most absolutely. important thing is to have like good coaches and that, to mm-hmm. teach them good habits, but also to make sure that they stay with it. That's it. it has because to be like, interesting there's definitely fun. studies done, and I've read them, I just can't remember the exact figures because we didn't know I was going to talk about this, mm-hmm. that the majority of it isn't actually like parents making people fall out. It is actually the coach and a bad Absolutely. coaching experience. And you said, well, sure, why would it sit there? Yeah, and yeah. there's so many other things you can go do. Like uh, your daughter could do karate, judo, athletics, mm. running. Mm. Might just like just the gym where nobody's telling her what to do. Yeah. You know, so there's so many other options you can go do. Like yeah, you have to keep everybody involved. The spine chilling moment. A ghost patient walks through the hospital doors after dying the day before. Oh my goodness. Ghost ghost patient. Ghost patient in Brazil. So CCTV footage um, from, I'm going to try and say it, Finocieto Sanatorium in Buenos Aires. Oh no, it's Argentina, sorry. Um, Seems to show a security guard greeting a patient who had died the day before. In the clip, we see the guard getting up from his chair, the clipboard firmly in his hand, and he greets the newly arrived patient. He offers the patient a wheelchair, chats to her for some while and then lets her go into the lobby um, before sectioning it off again with the little rope thing. Um, and then they head to the doctor's area. It seems pretty normal, mm. except only the security guard in the video um, and the, the patient he claims to have spoken to had died the day before. So the patient, only he seen this patient? Only he saw the patient, yeah. And So the, is there like um, video footage of him just standing up talking to nobody? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, yeah. No way. So the door, the automatic door is open. Yeah. She walks in, apparently. And, and he sees her. He sees her, walks up to her, and she's like, I want to see the doctor. He takes her name and gets her a wheelchair and walks her to the lift and then walks back and sits down. The whole thing is on video. So he's pushing the wheelchair there and there's yeah. nobody in it. Yeah. yeah. You sure he wasn't maybe sampling a bit of the medication from the... <laughs> One might presume. Um, and it's absolutely... Oh, it's it's so scary. Is it okay. up on that screen? It is yeah, up on that it. screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's terrifying. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. However... Oh, well. oh here we go. is it debunked already? It, it was revealed that um, the he had died the day before. <laughs> <laughs> no, the doors that day were malfunctioning. Okay, so right. every every two minutes the doors Did. were opening and closing. Okay, and what he decided to do was to play a prank Make on fun. the people ah, in the thing. Right. Yeah, so okay. he went and did all of this and found. Oddly enough, found a patient that had died the day before. And put uh, her yeah, because I don't think A&E would be that quiet that the security man could go, oh, well, it's, no, it's a little bit quiet today. It That's was in the middle of the night, so it was oh, okay. like 3 a.m. in the morning or something, oh, he, right. he'd said. But this was going around uh, like TV in Buenos Aires as if it oh, was right. like, true. <laughs> oh, um, so he was just playing a little little joke in them. Um, but terrifying. And I, since we've done our ghost podcasts, hmm. I, I'm dying to get back into another ghost podcast. Oh, yeah, we can do that. It yeah. was... I walked... Well, I, like, I was going to bring you up to that place and I had it all sorted out and you're like, no, I don't want to go there. I didn't say no, I don't want to go there. I think it was against the law. I think that was the reason we didn't no, do it. No, it was. It was trespassing. That no, was the main reason. Lots of people are walking around that place. The law. Walking. I think not, w- not at midnight. I think... No, okay, would, would, it, would it help if we brought the elusive Robbie Kennedy with us? He'd probably make it daylight. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> here, it, lads, the light switch is over here. Make it not ghosts. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. yeah, I'm well up for it. Absolutely okay. well up for it. Let's do that. Um, okay, next one. <laughs> uh, 14-year-old teenager celebrates uh, climbing Karen Tuchel for mm. the 100th time. Do you hear about Orla Kelly? In what, like 24 hours? No, no, just in general. Oh. Um, 
Okay, so okay. <laughs> go with your. Pff. But at the same time, when you look at teenagers nowadays, this is a hero of a teenager. Ah, yeah, getting up and doing Karen. That's a big old mountain. Like, where, where, where's she from? Um, Arla Kelly started climbing Ireland's Stars Mountain Karantula when she was only nine years old, and since then she's climbed it over a hundred times. Um, oh. Orla's parents are qualified mountain guides, yeah, so she's well used to climbing. Um, and as always, I'd say I've done uh, Crow Patrick twelve times, maybe. Would it be the same distance up as oh, Karantula? No. Karantula is the highest peak in Ireland. All oh, right, okay. Down in the Mag- amazing McGillicuddy Reeks down there. Fair play to her, like. I wonder if she wouldn't be going up the alone. The Devil's Bowl or something up there is meant to be. Really oh, nice. is that where that is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a gorgeous part. It'd of be the world. fairly snowy now. The same year, so. Yeah, I think that's that was taken there. Oh, that's recent. Well, only it? recently. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, fantastic. Fair play to her. More yeah. teenagers should be out there climbing she mountains. She went up prepared anyway. They are the ice picks and everything. She did. Yeah, yeah. she does. Fair play. Yeah, she's well set up there. In fairness, did you see the actually the video of your man on the mountain? He was I I, I guess he was climbing or something, and he went to go across this little verge, and he put the two picks in. And then all of a sudden there was like a snow drift started like a waterfall of snow yeah. over the top of him and he was just holding on for like grim life or mm. grim death. You didn't see that? No. I must see if I can find that video. I'll put it up on our Instagram as well. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Another thing that we won't put up. Hey, we've been good about doing that recently. Don't, don't say that. Okay, and the last thing then, the FAI, uh, FAI oh, what announced do now? about the, a new badge. Oh, yeah. Finally. Oh, they're changing the badge as well, this kit, is it? Yeah, apparently it's going to be, they're talking about uh, changing it with the, with the new kit that's coming in. I'll just show oh. you some of the old badges that we had. This badge that we have for the last, how long is that? Like since the 2000s? Mid two thousands, yeah, so, yeah. Um, I hate that badge. I can't remember if that was uh, two thousand two World Cup. I can't remember. Um, might have been. Yeah, the other one was definitely USA ninety four ish. Yeah, so this is this is the other ones here. Look at that one. That's the ninety four one. Yeah, and then nineteen ninety circular one with the green the ball and, and the shamrock in the it. Ball, FAI the shamrock, there. Yeah. It's grand, like it's grand. But the classic. Look at that one. Yeah, that's nineteen ninety. Oh, that that a nice. beautiful crest. So the nineteen ninety one or pro. pro Pre nineteen ninety, up to mm. nineteen ninety, or whatever, or ninety four. That is lovely. Ninety four, maybe yeah. memories. memories. Gorgeous. I'd love if they went back to that sort of a crest there, mm. or in that kind of jersey for the new kit. It'd be lovely, or like the rugby one. Oh, the scene on TikTok. There's some uh, like oh, I can't remember the name of it. Some American guy redesigned it. It, it was it was the American. He just does jerseys. He just like makes up jerseys that like it, like concept ones that people ask him to do. Oh right. And he done an Ireland one. Oh look, look. Is it the Adidas one? Yeah. No, he, no, he, he, does, it he, he does no brands on it. He just does the j- jersey yeah. like. Oh, like right. you had the harp strings and stuff on it? Was yeah, awesome. he done, yeah, yeah. And like it was really faded in. So he took the, the harp first and the strings and then faded in like darker green going across it. Oh, but, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Must um, look that up. I wish, like a, the Ireland jerseys would sell like hotcakes, but like the new ones aren't great, are they? They haven't no. had a good one in, the, in a good long while. No. Um, it's just been kind of mediocre. So and we they're, need they're too one. expensive to buy just yeah. because they're Irish then as well. Yeah. Uh, if if you don't like them. What's the last Irish soccer jersey that you've owned? Football jersey. The actual jersey. Yeah. Two thousand two yeah. World Cup. Yeah, probably same here. Um, but I've bought like you know like the training t-shirts are like thirty euro. They're lovely though. So I I've bought a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. Some I've had like nice. a navy one and then a green one and then I've. Um, Did you get the maroon one that they came out? The members of maroon. No, but I have like. They brought out, was it like, it was a, like a 90 style training top, quarter yeah, zip, class. and it had the old crest on it, oh, yeah, I have that, and then I have, uh, remember I wore in Prague, I actually got that week, uh, it's the replica one from 1990 World Cup. Oh yeah. Got one of them as well. Beaut, absolute yeah. beaut. How about you John, any Ireland jerseys in the past? I think you have a green t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. says, I am Ireland yeah. on the front yeah. of it. Shamrock. <laughs> from Aldi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we're, look, we're all here at the <clears throat> JB Waffle Hour, we're hoping... 
for a beautiful new crest and a beautiful I, new I, jersey. I, I might design one like I did for the me team. We do JB Waffle, our Irish jersey. Yeah. Class. I'll do that, I'll do that during the week. So, on Thursday, or which is tomorrow, uh, people listen to it uh, on Wednesday, obviously, um, it is National Australia Day. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think of my Australian accent? Pretty good? I'd say it would be quite insulting to Australians. <laughs> yeah. We've well, actually, maybe loads of people would listen because they feel like they got insulted. To be like, oh, listen to this eager here. <laughs> no no publicity or no bad publicity is, is bad publicity. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I fumbled right through that saying. Um, okay, yeah. So Australia Day, we thought we'd talk a little bit about Australia. Um, the history of, say, Irish people heading out to Australia. We have deep roots, don't we, Australia and Ireland? Mm. Yeah, because all the criminals went out there. Well, oh, that's geez, not the Australian orig- people will be listening to this. You know what? It wasn't just the Irish that went out there. It was mainly actually the Brits that sent out um, their. Uh, actually, I suppose then it was all Irish. <laughs> <laughs> In a roundabout way. Um, it all comes back to them. Right? But it was actually the Brits. Um, but initially, right, um, Australia, um, it was actually Dutch. Uh, Dutch what are they called colonists colonists yeah that went out there in the first place right so listen to this um so the landing by australians by europeans was 1606 um dutch navigator william oh god uh jansoon uh uh, later that year spanish explorer luis vaz de torres sailed through and navigated now what is called the the torres strait and uh, the associated islands uh, 29 other Dutch navigators explored that, that area in the 17th century and named the continent New Holland. So Australia was actually called New Holland for a little while, which is mad. Oh, big um, blue tractors driving around. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this guy, Macassan uh, Trespangers, that's some name, visited Australia's north coast um, after 1720 or possibly earlier. earlier. Um, so there was a lot of little, little landings out there, yeah. but it was really um, the English then. James Cook... It is. It sorry. Go on. Go on, yeah, yeah, go on. It, it is much bigger than like America. How, it's huge. How, how comes if a lot of Irish went there that they're not like the Americans then? What do you mean? Do you know like you you know that the Americans talk about Ireland and they come visit Ireland and stuff like that? But Australia don't doesn't have the same kind of. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Thing about it. There's, and they're just more relaxed about it. Yeah, I I don't know. I <laughs> I don't think it's as much. Oh, careful! You didn't delete the stuff off the card. Sorry. I did. Yeah. It's all in my trash bin there. Oh. Card says it's full. Your cameras are faulty, obviously. <sighs> Computer Wait, says no. okay. Would you like me to stop and then... Uh, no, no, we'll fix it there. It's okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Are it's we, fine. Are we forgoing video then? Uh, video no, we'll see if we get it fixed for the bit at the end. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, so, yeah, then obviously the Brits came along. Uh, is it okay to call them the Brits? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. James Cook... Uh, charted the east coast of Australia and claimed it for Great Britain. Great Britain! Um, and he returned to London with accounts <laughs> he favouring... Pee, he peed on it. Yeah. Favouring colonisation of Botany Bay, which is now called Sydney. Um, and what they originally started doing, they obviously established it at a, as a penal colony. Yeah. Penal. <laughs> um, and started sending out all of their uh, all of their prisoners. But, like, imagine being a prisoner back then and be like, you're going on a ship and you're going to go to this place and it's really, really mm. hot... And it's going to be like hell. Did you and just then you get there, and it's like it's Australia. Yeah. And there's like Did you just let her out everywhere? Did they like what? get to the coast? And off he's gone. Off. Yeah. Or was there an actual jail? I'm presuming there was an actual jail because the Union Jack is still in the flag. That's right. Well, they're, they're still part of of Britain. They're, aren't they? they're part of the Commonwealth. They're a Commonwealth. Yeah, they're part but would they not get rid of the? I don't think. I that. think it favours them greatly, to be honest, because mm-hmm. they can they can travel to the UK and travel to Canada and tip about the place pretty freely. 
I think there's um, a good bit of advantage to be part of the Commonwealth. Like it, yeah. it is very big because I think it's is Perth Glory is the only soccer team on the West Coast, and all the soccer teams in the league, the rest of them are all on the East Coast. Ah, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. saying like uh, that's the longest like away day. Can you imagine that? <laughs> For that yeah. Well, I mean that's the I've way seen that somewhere. that's the way Australia set up that whole coast, the East Coast. Yeah, has pretty much everything on it all the way down to the bottom, and then there's just nothing in the middle, oh, yeah. and then. Perth is all the way over there. Did you ever watch Outback Truckers? No, no, no. Oh, okay. explain, please. <laughs> Give me everything about oh, Outback Truckers. Uh, yeah, Outback Truckers is about like the uh, these guys. Um, each season, there's slightly different lads on it, and um, it's about the road trains like going across Australia, like delivering stuff. All oh, right. And they're going out literally, and they're like, you know, the way in Ireland you say, "Oh, I'm going to deliver," and you might go to Galway, and it's like two hundred kilometers. Yeah, yeah. These are going like three, four, five thousand kilometers. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, uh, and then there's them. There's this road that goes right in the middle of Australia, and like literally, if you, anything happens to you, you are a rubber duck. No phone signal, no not nobody might come back, and they're all like corrugated, they're all bumps and everything. Yeah, it and might as well be the moon yeah, when you're out there. There's just like Steve Graham, he's the oldest guy on it. Uh, he's some operator with the road train, so he has a big truck and he brings the dog with him as well. Brings the dog. Oh, yeah. there's nothing better. And then the moving the houses. I think there's an Irish guy. I can't remember his name. He's one of them. He's one of the new seasons, mm. newer seasons, and they moved the houses. Right. So they go in and like they cut a house in half because all timber houses. Yeah, yeah. And they lift it up and put it on these trucks. Right. And during the night they're going all through these cities yeah. and all, and they're massive long yokes. Like. They can get away with putting houses over there. In fairness, they've got yeah. the weather for it. Yeah. It, it took me years to realise how big Australia was when everybody's going over there. Because oh, like, yeah. I'd be talking to mates and they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm in Sydney. Yeah, yeah." Oh, mate, mine's in Perth. Do you ever see him? Or <laughs> <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever go there? They might as well be in Japan. For he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you're, that's between Dublin and Russia. It's, like, <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, um, like, what? It's per- I literally thought Perth was like maybe Navin to trim kind yeah. of thing. It's huge. Couldn't comprehend it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, when you see it in maps as well, it's because of the way that the globes are done. It looks quite small on yeah. the map. When you see the actual size mm. of the, it's massive. Absolutely, it's the sixth biggest country in the world. Really? Yeah, it's and a continent. The, I go. I researched. You see, and it's yeah, but it's, 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 it's <laughs> a, it so is a continent, yourself. and it's the only continent that spans. A, it's the only country that spans across the whole continent. Wow. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. Very amazing. It, it's it's I'm, such a beautiful place as well. Um, I've never been. Have you been? I. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, funny story, I used to live there. I used to live there. Um, right. <laughs> Why? You used to live there? Um, back in the, in the <laughs> 80s, 89... We went to Australia. My parents um, emigrated. <coughs> Economic factors. A lot of people went out in the, the mid mm. to late eighties, um, heading out there. And before that, I have I have loads of family out in Australia. Right. Um, her cousin, my mum's cousins and stuff, went to live in Australia. And do they put shrimps on the barbie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they really? Delicious. <sighs> Absolutely Mad. delicious. Shrimp. Have you? You've had shrimp. No. It's it's lovely. Absolutely I've never. Delightful. I don't like really like shrimp. I I've had prawns. Prawns are gorgeous, but like the. Just the pink ones. I don't like the one with the legs and the arms and stuff on it. Oh, you can. I'm not going to get into that. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get too gruesome about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there would have been uh, before that 40s. The 40s, there would have been a big outflux of, yeah. of Irish as well out there. And that's when my parents' hmm. families then would have went out first. Then my <coughs> parents tried to go out. So we were living there. It turned out to be more like a long holiday, really. We were there hmm. for about nine, ten months, I think, in the end. Um, and... <coughs> It was just it wasn't wasn't for my parents. I have an interesting story about my wife's um, grandfather's brother, actually. But we might do it last in case in case you can squeeze it in. But um, okay, why don't you go for it? Well, okay, I'll go for it. Right, go for so it. So basically, my I, my wife had a has a, had a grand granddad. He passed away unfortunately since, right? Okay. But um, one at one stage, um, they got a phone call from. Um, her her granddad got a phone call basically, and he was like, "Who is it?" Blah blah. blah. It turned out that it was the granddad's brother <laughs> that was presumed dead in the war. <laughs> who? But he had what he had actually done was escaped the war and got in a boat, a Royal Navy boat, to Australia. No way. And lived in Australia without telling his family. Genie. He basically absconded from the army or something like that, so he couldn't. He was too afraid to tell anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, prison. Like sixty years later, he his son, his sons got in touch with the family in Lithuania to say, "Hi, we're your family in Australia." And oh, so it was just news to absolutely everybody that her grandfather's brother was alive, has had a whole family in Lithuania, like five or six kids. But isn't it amazing that at that, that at that time, all you really had to do was like hop on a train or hop on a bus mm. and go about 20 miles down the road. Yeah, and mm. say your name to someone else. Yeah. No, yeah. you just you disappear. Yeah, yeah. That's you gone. Just get someone to write a new piece of paper with your name in it and there you are, your new, new identity. Yeah. You no know, computers like. Yeah, mad. Absolutely yeah. mad. Um, like that, uh, like my dad would have worked in uh, in Sydney. Um, or was it Melbourne? Maybe it was Melbourne. I'm not sure. Um, but he worked in the city and he said that he bumped into someone that he, I think he grew up with in mm. Belfast mm. just walking down the street in the middle of, of of Sydney just crazy the Irish yeah. like we have yeah. a, a knack for finding each other I've heard yeah. the odd story now where someone would bump into someone on the street and they're from Trim like yeah like, oh, how is it going you always hear those stories yeah. or, and it tends to be I've heard of a lot of people meeting each other in Kearns 
up in the top. I think it's like a big kind of you do like a lot of adventure sports and stuff up right, there. Right. So a lot of the tourists go up there. But I've heard of a lot of people meeting up together in, in mm. Kearns and stuff or just meeting people that mm. they know from a certain town or whatever. Yeah. Um but in recent years then it's been I know, our generation when we were coming out of school there seemed to be another outflux of Irish. There was a boom back then. Or Loads something. went out. So what was happening then? Was there another... Celtic Tiger, I think it was in Ireland. It had gone kaput. Oh, yes, yeah, so it was the you other know? side of that. It was the recession was <coughs> kicking in. All carpenters and everything like that moved away. Like all headed out, yeah. And mm. we all know, we all know like three or four people at least that have all moved out. And yeah, Australia. and some went out and made money and came back and others now, they are Australians. Yeah, family, family kids over there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we we all well sludge is is one in particular. Yeah, that we know he's out there happily. Yeah, um, and loves it and wouldn't come home probably. Yeah. Kevin Fagan as well. I think his brother and his sisters out there as well. Slu- sludge might make an appearance. Oh right, okay. On, right. on a podcast, we might maybe if uh, sludge, if you want to have a little word, we'll maybe edit you in here. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> in, insert sludge here. <laughs> um, it is smaller than the USA. Mar- is it uh, marginally? Mar- marginally. marginally isn't that crazy well, when you look at it on a map I'll show you it on a map here Hello, it is uh, it is the sixth largest country after Russia Canada China the USA and Brazil Brazil must be huge is that, is it? hi yeah which bleeding yeah which it says travelling from Sydney to Perth is the uh, east coast to west coast is the same as going from New York to Los Angeles hmm. Jesus Louises has you anybody know. done that has any, like driven why is there like a route 66 in Australia is there I don't know I'd imagine there's like the road train kind of road trucks oh. or. So when you look at um, at Australia, you can see it on the map there. Is that in the screen there? It's yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Um, when you look at Australia, like it's down there. I suppose it actually does look quite big, doesn't it? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you look at it, but you just don't think of it as being big because it's down there by itself, just yeah. chilling out. It's mm. the biggest island. But if you, it's fucking massive, isn't it? We have nothing on it. Like when we, I know, I know when I went to the states and we were traveling from one place to another, like. When we come back to Ireland, we always think that we're doing these long mm. journeys, like mm. going to Belfast. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Like I went to Belfast <coughs> and back in the same day. You can go through Nothing. every mm. county in Ireland in less than 24 hours. In less than 24 hours? Because I've done it. Because Bertie did it. Uh, oh, was that GAA grounds you did? Uh, no, no, that was something else. All oh, right, okay. I'd done the 32 counties in less than 24 hours. Took 22, and I think 22 and a half hours of it. And obviously there's some shortcuts there that you could take that it was like four counties bordering each other or something. Oh yeah, well I drove through every county um, and we took the sign like welcome to whatever. And uh, Oh, yeah. you stopped at every one? Yeah, I took the pictures, yeah. Wow. That was like in maybe 2010, 2009, 2010. Did, at any stage were you do, during the drive, were you like, this is a terrible idea? <laughs> uh, no, sure, what was I? Uh, you, what was it, 20? 25 oh little to be at yeah little to be Pra- at. practicing FIFA and yeah the, the old, uh, the old oh, you got oh on four scored it you got on to like lad bible or something didn't you did uh, you yeah I was on a few things and mm. um, now I when we done the 59 pitches in 24 hours mm. well actually it was 12 hours actually right <laughs> 8 o'clock in the morning 8 o'clock at night um, that I got on but, but you see it was a different time too yeah you had the Instagram yeah. I was I was mm. uploading stuff saying things and we'd done a video and all Mm. And we've done that one for charity, where when I've done the, um, 32 counties in less than 24 hours, we just done it on a bank holiday Monday. Right. Uh, done the route, so you know that you went into every county and around. Mm. I think it was only like, was it 1,200, 1,300 kilometers to right. get around Ireland? Mm. And just to put that into perspective for you saying about America and Australia, 
twelve hundred would be would still be just tipping down the road, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. know, going going to work in the morning or yeah. something. Maybe we do it again for charity. I maybe I've seen a fact. A, a waffle hour does the thirty-two counties in twenty-four hours. Definitely. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll watch from afar. We'll do it. I'll, we'll do it. I'll push you on. Just, uh, minus, just minus crack. Just before, <laughs> just to give the idea of the size. Yeah. Did you know, like, in the middle of Australia, one farmer owns a property the size of Belgium. What? Yeah. Just one farmer. He just owns all that land. He owns enough land to be the size of Belgium. But like someone's probably like, yeah, he can have it. There's not much he can do with it, really. It's dust. Yeah, basically. I doubt he's seen every inch of it, anyway. Nice red dust. Um, yeah, let's get back to Australia. Did you ever hear of the Emu Wars? Uh, no, tell us all about <laughs> this it. This is phenomenal, this. <coughs> so the Emu, another seemingly bizarre uh, Australian animal. They don't have opposable thumbs. How can they hold a gun? Well, I'm about to explain. Yeah. Um, they had them made specially. <laughs> um, do you know that people actually thought that the platypus was a, was a fake animal that was made up? Those are fake platypuses. <laughs> fake animals. <laughs> um, because they were like, they've got a duck bill, but they've also got fur and they look like a little gopher. I suppose mm. if I did see if one for the first time ever, I'd be like, that's what fake. What is that yoke? And they lay eggs as well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, do they? Yeah. What so the hell is So it's a bird. No, but it's not though. It's also a mammal. That's weird. So it's, yeah. It's, it's one of those ones where it was like, that thing shouldn't have had sex with that thing <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Emu Wars, right? Um... It was, uh, let me see, it presented a, a greater historical problem than the, the humble pl- dead platypus war as well, but we're not talking about that. Uh, one of the strangest Australian, Australian animals waged war against the, or they waged war against the emu, and they lost this war. So in 1932, uh, a, ch- a town of Campion, it's called, in Western Australia, was the site of one of Australia's greatest and strangest militant failures. Um, as, as many as 20,000 emus had been feasting on the region's wheat crops, devastating farms. So the 7th Heavy Battery of the Royal Australian Artillery mm-hmm. decided to put an end to the situation. With By killing ju- them? Yeah, with just three soldiers they decided to give to the to this campaign. Uh, machine guns and 10,000 rounds of ammunition. Imagine being the lads who were tasked with this. How would they pick them lads? Just go and shoot birds for as long Special as you mission. want. <laughs> Good wow. luck to you. So, however, the military quickly discovered that it underesti- underestimated the awkward-looking bird. Oh, they picked up the gun and started shooting back. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh-oh. So the emus were um, were uh, good at quickly breaking into smaller groups, so they were organized. <laughs> and they were so fast that they were nearly impossible to hit with gunfire and didn't seem to care uh, even when they were hit by bullets, apparently. Maybe because of their plumage, I guess. Um, <laughs> the military also struggled with the uh, with guns that jammed, and vehicles were unable to keep up with the emus, who could also reach up to fifty kilometers an hour. Jesus. Um, the war only lasted uh, a week before the military gave up. Just fifty uh, to two hundred—they didn't get an exact number—of the twenty thousand strong emu forces were killed. Ultimately, the Australian military had to admit that they not only uh, declared the war on big birds had been officially lost. Is that in the Australian history, like classes? <laughs> the, the great three-day war, the Australian I think military it's they, they sweep underneath the carpet. They're uh, not very fond of that one. Um, so we're yeah, we're in emu schools. That's the main <laughs> thing in history. <laughs> <laughs> Our proud victory. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you go. Emu wars. Oh, man. Class. Class. Um, That's a Netflix film in the making. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, will we go... And what, game? what what about famous people? Is there any famous oh, yeah, people so in Australia? Oh, sorry. Sorry, right. hang on there now. I jumped the gun there. Just have to click on this link in here now. Um, while Bertie's doing that, yep. you know what? Viral video. One of my favourite Australian viral videos is 10 years old this year. What is it? Just waiting on a mate. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. What is it? The guy, um, Clinton, right. 
who had, who the police came across where his car was wedged up on top of a ditch with a broken bumper, smashed headlight, <laughs> and a flat tire. Right. Who has obviously had a few drinks in him, sitting in the fir- in the driver's seat, and the police came over to him and said, "All right, mate, what are you doing?" That's a terrible accent. And he just oh, kept, okay. he okay. kept on re- waiting on. He's waiting on a mate. <laughs> and they're like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, just waiting on a mate. <laughs> and he was like, "Like, you should look at the video." Hammered. And he's like, "Are you sure, mate? You've been your car's all smashed up." Yeah, just waiting on a mate. What's your mate's name? James. Oh, you have to watch it. I I would say that the Australians would rival the Irish in terms of drink. Yes, they yeah. give us a good run for their money now. Yeah, they've got a pretty Irish attitude. I've done a bit of traveling, and I've any country I've gone to, like Lithuanians, can outdrink the Irish, no doubt, because like, mm. they drink whiskey instead of beer. You right. know, okay. they drink the same volume of whiskey versus beer. Like, do you think we've fallen incredible. off a little bit in, in terms I'd say of? We're going down that rank, yeah. And is it a good thing or a bad thing? You know, <laughs> the old drink culture. Well, our, well, yeah. it's our it's our tourism industry that's been affected. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm on the fence about that one. I'm on the fence. We right, Bert. Ha- we have uh, three uh, AFL stars, I suppose you call them. All right. Uh, Jim Steins, Ty Canelli, and Zach Tui. Now, of course, there's more Irish lads out there playing now, but they were like... Any Navin lads? The trendsetter. Keen McBride. Uh, Connor Nash. <coughs> <coughs> Connor Nash. He's yeah. from Navin. Yeah. Good for him. He played with Simonstown. Keen McBride played with Ultons. Mm, but they're, they're, they're currently playing. These are a little bit more legendary. Right. And didn't some of our Jim Steins I think didn't one of the first some of our legendary Mead girls go over there as well? Uh, yeah, Vicky, yeah, mm. but that's current, like. I mean, okay, Jesus. Right, okay, okay. Fine, Sorry, okay. Bert. Jesus. Um, and then up y- me. you have is- historical <laughs> ones like uh, Ned Kelly, the outlaw. Ned Kelly. Yeah, uh, John and James Tui, done stuff. They all have Irish yeah. roots. Yeah, n- uh, Nicholas Fitzgerald. These nice. are these are ages ago. These are these are all Irish lads that went over to play in Australia. Right. No, no, these are <coughs> these are Australian lads with the, the Irish. Roots. These are the seven most famous Irish Australians. Ah, oh, right, right. I was just naming some of the footballers first. I thought there were okay. lads that went over there. Right. No, no, no. Okay. Ed Kelly was a nice chap. He was, he, he was all right. Is this anything to Des, is he? When it comes to famous Irish people in Australia, rightly or wrongly, Ned Kelly's name is always bound to come up. The infamous bush ranger, born to John Red Kelly, originally from Tipperary, lived a short, action-packed life mm-hmm. during the late 1800s as an outlaw, murderer and bank robber. Ah, so yes. by. Lived and also played AFL. With a hurl. <laughs> he also played AFL as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've uh, some Tom Kennelly fella there. Who's that chap you told us earlier on from Bray? Yeah, oh, hang on, nice. I'm getting to that. Okay, oh, Jesus, spoilers. Spoilers. I thought um, it was over. Apparently, for some reason, <laughs> yeah. uh, Nicole Kidman is on this list. As an Irish Australian? Yeah. Kidman? She she literally pl- Kidman. She played an Irish person. guess there yeah. could be an Irish mother or something. Nicole Kidman is undoubtedly the most famous name on this list, but she also boasts the most diverse ancestry with Irish, Scottish and English roots, all mixed up with her ah, dual nationality in Australia and the USA. Yeah, yeah that's one of those. Uh, some Mike Fanning lad. What did he do? Mike Fanning is another man... Dave so pro surfer, pro surfer. Did you say his name is Mike Fanny? Mike Fanning. Oh, Fanning. All right, okay. <laughs> and then uh, Al- Al- Alan Joyce. Alan Joyce. Okay, this is actually a good one, right? So, um, unlike everyone else listed above, Joyce actually comes directly from the Emerald Isle as he grew up in Tallaght, Dublin, and educated DIT in Trinity College before oh, yeah. embarking on a career with Aer Lingus. Oh. This career eventually led him to Qantas. And a move to Australia in 2000. Joyce is now the CEO of Qantas. Get out. Good for Get him. Out. There you go. Now Go on, Joyce. Go on, and Joyce. And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> go on, Joyce. Okay. <laughs> he left Tala for that? Yeah, there you go. California. Um, now, if we scroll back through our many, many messages. 
<laughs> when was it that I told you about your man? Oh, it was earlier on this morning, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was this morning, was it? Yeah. Oh, it was. It was first thing this morning, I think. Yeah, literally yeah. the second message after the voice mm. note. Uh, I've gone too far back then. Uh, yeah, that's that one. It was definitely a picture. Did I a picture? Will I fill it with a nice Oh, here we go, yeah. Oh, no, it. no, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. So um, this fella now is uh, Tristan McManus. Wait, Tristan. So he um, um, presents um, the, I don't know, the morning show. Is Tristan his real name? In in Australia. Yeah, so he's from Bray. Yeah, Tristan's a fairly uh, n- common network, name Network, yeah. network yeah, yeah. 10's morning show. Oh, like I was actually scrolling name. down through TikTok hmm. and um, they were interviewing someone about something. And then That's he started talking. I'm thinking, oh, he sounds very Irish. Right, yeah, and yeah. then when I searched him, he was from Bray. Like, oh, right. There Good you go. So he's Good for uh, him. He's a bit famous out it's there. Good to have Irish Australia coming up, uh, coming up there. Yeah, um, and then also what I found, I don't know if you've found this, but there's an Irish Australian flag. Oh, I did not find that. I Let did not know it. that. No. So um, it's a, a green backing with a couple of little stars, and then a harp with a busty lady in the front of it. <laughs> oh yes, this is a didgeridoo. Can you play it? Is that an actual real didgeridoo? That's right an there. actual. Watch the mug. Didgeridoo. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Um, I don't know how this will sound on the podcast, but we'll see. I'll lick my lips. Live. <laughs> Sounds like a Saturday morning. Yeah, go on again. Get the mic set down. Yeah, get the mic set It's cool, yo, isn't it? <laughs> And tell us, tell us the story of this thing. Now, where'd you get that? Um, I got this in um, in Dublin. All right. It's that time you know the name. It's the reason we all came. Find the words that are the same. It's that time to play the waffle game. <gasps> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot, mother. Paper, scissors, cuts, time. paper. That's the first time in a while it hasn't been a, a rego. Yes. Hold on. Okay, are you, you shooting first or second? I'll go first. Oh, uh, we okay. we figured out that our memory <coughs> cards are rubber ducked, aren't they? Yeah. Are they? Are they well, gone? John's is well, anyway. Mine says, it, or this one says it's full, but you emptied it. Mm. So oh, it's, okay. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, we see what we can do later. Oh, well. Right. Okay, so who's going first? John Boy. Okay. okay. Bye, John Boy. Uh, first question, John. Which constellation is depicted on the Australian flag? Constellation. Constellation. Orion's belt. Question number two. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we're going to you, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So your first question, right? What two animals are featured on the Australian coat of arms? Ooh. A wallaby and a koala? Or a wallaby and a... Uh, wallaby and a koala, yeah. Okay. No kangaroo. It's a wallaby. You sure? Yeah, wallaby's a uh, kangaroo. Wallab- no, it's not. It is, yeah. No, it's not. It is. A no, wallaby's a kangaroo. Not, no, a wallaby not. is different. A wallaby is an actual different animal. Yeah. It's, it's like nice. cow and a horse. Yeah. No, it looks a similar. Cow and a horse. Yeah, it looks similar, but smaller, like wallaby. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a kangaroo though. No, it's no, not. No. A kangaroo is a kangaroo, and a yeah. wallaby is a wallaby. Yeah, yeah a cow wallaby, and a, a horse. A they both have four kangaroo. legs, and they have no. a head. <laughs> that's that's not a good analogy. Longer, lo- wide, long face. <laughs> All right, can I change it then to kangaroo and no. koala? No, no, I have to I take get, your first I answer. Get, <laughs> I get the point. God damn it. <laughs> okay, John. Question number two for you. Stupid. Yes. How many Australian states and territories are there? Sixty-eight. 
so confident. You just went straight in. <laughs> yeah, Scotty, yeah. the most unique of Australian sports, how many professional Australian rules teams play in the AFL? 23. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're good at this. Thanks, man. Played knifey spoony. <laughs> That's not a knife. Okay, John. That's which, Australian. Which Thanks. iconic Aussie song starts with, Baby, you are always going to be the one. Kylie Minogue. Uh, baby, you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've got, I've got feeling about that one. You're awesome, um, Scotty. Yeah, go ahead. Which Australian band won ten A R I A's in 1997? I presume they're the Australian Grammys or something. 1997 Australian band. Ooh, uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, I I had this band on uh, cassette actually. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Australian band. Oh, I wasn't fecking ACDC, was it? Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you till the end. Can you tell me now? Okay, know. so that's three questions each. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, two left. We'll scroll down a little bit now and we get other ones. Um John, yes. what is the name of the true crime drama series that looks at Australia's gangland past? Sixty minutes. Okay, <laughs> 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 oh. Scotty. I can feel myself getting stupider. <laughs> Every week we do this. Which TV show show is known for the phrase, it's nice, it's different, it's unusual? <laughs> oh. Come on. Oh, no points. Scott? I don't know. Neighbours? <laughs> I don't know. It's nice, it's different. I really shouldn't be scrolling down because I just won't be able to go back to find the answers. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so question number five. Yeah. Uh, John, in which state is Red Dog set? Which state of Australia? Yeah. He's trying to think of a state. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it had states. <laughs> um, the s- uh. s- state of <laughs> Canberra. Oh, my lord. Okay. <laughs> my lord. <laughs> Not La- only America. La- last question, but we might need a tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what was the first Australian movie ever made? Oh, <laughs> Jesus, Bertie! I mean, it was something about prison. Anyway. Even Australians don't know that. Um, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Australia. <laughs> I know it's a prison movie. Put it with like Australia. <coughs> it's an actual movie. It's the movie Australia. <laughs> okay, after five questions, he's got none right. Oh, no. <laughs> Yay! Is there not a koala in that flag? No. What's on it? Kangaroo and an emu. Oh, an emu! <clears throat> and you were talking about emus all. Oh, I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how no, many? Man. How many is there? <laughs> I don't know. You said it earlier. Twenty thousand. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so this is a tiebreaker question, right? Okay. Which is the largest? Oh, wait, wait, does we just shout the answer first? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is the largest Australian city by area? Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> That's the same. You can't say the same one. <laughs> okay, I'm going to change mine to Sydney. <laughs> Canberra. Sydney. Yeah! Damn it! No! Fair income. I love it. Hold on, Scotty. Not sure if I'm going to find the questions I asked you because I scrolled down too much. <laughs> God, that was shocking. Absolutely um, shocking. Who was the band? <sighs> uh, Savage Garden. All oh, right. Uh, truly, madly, deeply. Yeah. Yeah. What was oh, Australia's was first movie? Was it um, Crocodile Dundee? Oh, God, it was the gangs of something. Oh, yeah, Crocodile. Yeah, Dundee. No. Uh, that's you, the you see, there's uh, there's loads of questions there, and I was just scrolling down, picking random ones, which was a mistake. <laughs> uh, we basically I have got nothing anyway. Uh, what is the name of the true crime drama series that looks at Australia's gangling past? Is it Th- called True Crimes? No, Underbelly. 
Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that was that one. Don't know if I've heard that one. And which TV show is known for its phrase, it's nice, it's different, it's unusual? Right, go on. I've never watched it, I don't know if that's how to say it. Right. It's just, it's Cat and Kim, so that... Captain Kim? Cat and Kim. Oh, Cat and Kim. Yeah. Never heard of it. I think I heard of that, though. Yeah. Maybe I had said that right then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We'll look it up later on. Australia, great bunch of lads. Um, a special mention to Russell Crowe. What a dude. An Australian, nice Australian man. Yeah. So he went back to the the area <coughs> where the gladiator was shot there the other day. Right. And he was doing loads of like exercisey type stuff and taking pictures. Like with a sword. I don't think he had a sword. He was just had these had these like like it looked like um weightlifting gloves mm. on and he was going around doing loads of poses. He, and stuff. he put up a picture of an Irish gin the other day. Oh, I heard about that. He yeah. put up a thingy and said love lovely day for a gin or something. Yeah, he's yeah. also not Australian. What? He's not Australian. Get out. Crikey. No. Russell Crowe. Yeah. What's he from? New Zealand? Yeah. He's not. He is. No. He's a Kiwi. He's not. Yeah. No, he you're talking about your pooper now. No, I'm not. Russell. This is going straight in Google. <laughs> he's, he's Russell Crowe. Now, this is what would happen um, if Bertie was to play the waffle game every week. Husband. We get to see how smart he is. Husband to the murdered wife. <laughs> Father to the murdered Russell Crowe. That's an Australian accent. Oh, Okay. He's a New Zealand-born Australian actor, so he moved to Australia. Yeah, but, but he was born right. in New Zealand. Yeah, but if you ask him, I'm sure he says, "I'm New Zealand." I'm okay, New well, if you, if you were an Irish-born and living in the UK, would you call yourself a UK? Person? Depends where where I. Well, I was technically I was I was born in Belfast. It's not part of the UK, but I grew up in Ireland. I'm Irish. Maybe a little bit different. Mm, yeah. Maybe a little different, but uh, it yeah. is different. Yeah. Does okay, hold on. Does he identify Russell Crowe? <laughs> what does Russell Crowe identify as? This is probably a really crucial <laughs> He identifies as a boat. Identify. Did you ever see the side park? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little tagger. Uh, identify. What does Russell Crowe identify uh, as? Would you not just put in Russell Crowe's nationality, no? No. Russell Crowe reveals he's not actually an Australian citizen at all. Oh my god. Okay, right, we've decided he's Kiwi then. Right, he's a Kiwi. There you go. That's a common misconception. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just stupid. Did anyone else think he was Australian? I always thought he was Australian. Yeah. No, he, I knew he was. He sounds Australian. pretty Australian. I think he lives in Australia. Uh, does he? Oh, he does. I have no idea. I just made that up. <laughs> but I think he does. I just remember him being on some show and he was saying that he's from New Zealand. Like That's mad. That's weird. Absolutely. Maybe that was Graham Norton. I think the, um, the South Park episode really pushed me towards thinking he was Australian. Hmm. Don't know why actually, because he liked fighting. He was Superman's dad. He's angry that he can't get Australian citizenship. Uh, Russell Crowe can't get Australian citizenship. Uh, Australian citizenship. Are we going to set up a GoFundMe? Yeah, <laughs> Russell Crowe, Australian. Russell Crowe, Australian legend. <laughs> he was born in uh, New Zealand. Oh, but he he does identify himself as Australian. There you go. <laughs> okay, nice. my bombshell this week comes from uh, the theory, which is a lot of them will come from this now over the next little while, The Theory of Everything Else by Ta- Dan Schreiber. I don't know if you've ever seen this this book. Have you ever heard of it? No. Nope. I got it as a lovely Christmas present. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and it's got loads of these cool little facts <coughs> and stuff, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read out this one here because it's, um, because it's actually about Australia. So no one is quite sure how the Australian accent developed. However, one theory is that due to Australia's vast fly population... Aussies were forced to talk with their teeth gritted. Otherwise, they'd end up with a mouth full of insects. Jesus. So that their accent developed because they started talking like this with their teeth together. And so they talk like that because they don't want to get insects in their mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Didn't know that. There you go. Apparently so. Mad. 
Could be all lies. I'm not sure, but it's in a book, so I think that hmm. that made me believe it a little bit more. Oh, don't believe everything you read. Nah, it's in a book. It's fine. Uh, right, Bertie. I don't have a shell bomb, but I have a story. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. I've seen this on TikTok, and I will click into the account that it's on to give it credit or whatever. But it is a Chinese uh, story about a Chinese farmer. Mm-hmm. So I think he tells it. It's obviously not his story because it's like uh, one of those ancient kind of Chinese things. It's about a Chinese farmer. So I'll see if I can play this and a I will type thing. read it off it. Yeah, I okay. think so. Okay. So um, there's there there's a farmer, right? A Chinese farmer, and he has a son. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they have one horse. One day the horse runs away. Okay. Th- this is a Zen koan. Uh, it could, uh, it could be. Yeah, so it's like it a is. proverb. And then everyone in the town comes by and say, "Oh, uh, that night," and they say, "Oh, the horse ran away." Oh no, uh, that's terrible news. And then the farmer says, "I don't know yet." Okay. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's if it's good news or bad news, we don't know yet. And then the next day, the horse came back with two hor- two two other horses. He's he's going too fast. No! I can't it. <laughs> two other horses. And that night, all the villagers came around and they said, "Oh my God, he got two horses." Mm. Um, that's good news. And he goes, "Oh, I, I I don't know if it's good news or bad news yet." Yeah. Um, but we just have to wait and see because now we have three horses. Okay. And then the next day, the sun is out and he's trying to um break the the new horses in. Mm. Okay. And the son falls off the horse and breaks his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all the villagers come around that night and they're like, oh my God, your son broke your back. It's, that's uh, that's bad news or that's terrible news. And the farmer once again says, well, we don't know yet. We don't know whether it's good news or not. Um, then the next day after that, a constable from the military came around and they're rounding up all the able men hmm. um, from China to go fight. And they come by and they go, we're looking for able men. And the farmer says, oh, my son can't join. Uh, his back is broke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said that, you know, his back is broken. He can't mm-hmm. go to the army. And then everyone from town comes by that night and says, oh, good news. Uh, your son didn't have to go to the army. Um, <coughs> so that's good news. And um, the farmer's like, oh, I don't know if it's good news or bad news yet. We just have to wait and see. So I think the moral of it is that um, <laughs> <laughs> you never know whether things, the way things work out. So don't be too quick to judge whether it's good news, bad news. You just have to wait and see. That's deep. That's the, deep, man. The, the, that's a it's it's a Taoist uh, story. What's and Taoist? Taoism is like a form of Buddhism, Chinese Buddhism, like Zen Buddhism. Right. So what what the thing of that is the, the what the farmer actually says is maybe. Every time he's asked something about mm. it, it's maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, and it's about it's so not so much about mm, looking at whether things are are good or bad, but it's about acceptance. So whether if you something good happens, it's to accept that it's happened, but also not to get to attached to the fact that it's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. It's like okay, that's happened, and it could all slip away at some stage. So it's about that's like me. I acceptance. do that. I don't really? get I don't get excited about things if something's happening. And my wife would be like, "Why don't you get excited?" I said, "I don't get excited about it. It's like because that could happen around the corner. You never know the that's way it. it's going to go. So I maybe maybe unknowing to myself, I do that. You're a Zen master. Maybe. Is. It's all yeah. about acceptance, baby." Yeah, I, nice job on Bert. Yeah, that's a I, lovely one. I just like that off TikTok because it's like you know, never yeah. be quick, too quick to judge. Oh no, it's terrible. What are we going to do? But there's always a reason. It's for almost like so. that video I seen where the guy, people were tourists were asking the farmer, was lying next door next to the donkey, asking what time it was, and he was feeling the balls. Oh yeah. Anyway, let's not get into that. He had to move out of the way to see the clock. He was moving out of the way to see the clock. Everybody thought they were telling the time. Yeah, by I must tell Sarah that because um, Sarah wouldn't be awfully defensive coach if she didn't hurt her knee. <gasps> That's amazing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You see? Two things like that. Um, Maybe. Maybe. One quick shot bomb. Let's do it. Did you know in Australia, before humans were around, 
Uh, horse-sized ducks existed. <laughs> That's a true story. They were called miharungs. They were literally ducks the size of horses. Okay, so that... 50,000 years ago. That breeds the question. And I think this is the question... In there at the time when I started on this podcast, I had a little... Uh, on my Instagram, I had a little profile picture. And if it, it was of me mm. fighting <laughs> either... A duck size, uh, was it 25 one, or 50? 100, 100 duck sized horses, horses or, or one horse sized si- duck. No, no, no. One, <laughs> yeah, one horse yeah. sized duck. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. yeah. Would, you, uh, would you rather? So, yeah. what would you rather? If you Google that, there's a website that's devoted to, that devoted to solving that formula. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, it's really cool. Really well done. I mean, like a hundred, they did like overtake it. I yeah. don't know. A hundred isn't that yeah. much if you physically look at like probably quite small. Fill this room. Size. So if yeah. you got yourself into a, like a, a like a three hundred movie style ca- canyon <laughs> oh, yeah. and started fighting them off like five in five in a <laughs> row. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So or if you had a sword, because it would <laughs> it wouldn't happen as it happens in in like these movies. Where they all attack like the, I don't know, the superhero, whatever, mm. all one at a time. Yeah, the ducks are just going to go. Actually, the they're not going to go one duck. Bang, I'd say duck the bang. duck-sized horse, or no, the horse-sized the duck, duck would yeah. have some powerful puck. <laughs> As in, like he puck he wants with the fucking. He's got no teeth though, <laughs> whereas the duck-sized no, the horse-sized no, the duck-sized horses all have teeth. Mm, and back it, legs are and very back powerful. Legs. If yeah. you had managed to listen through all the last few minutes and got to the very end of this <laughs> podcast, uh, congratulations. And while you're here, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and comment to the podcast. Yeah. What do we usually say at the end? Shellbobs. Shellbobs, shellbobs. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.